Ladies and gentlemen, I am all of the Jedi, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Fulia doesn't get it because she hasn't seen the movie yet. Damn it, I need That's, to see the movie. You will. <laughs> we, we will. We will. And I will again. <laughs> uh, cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello! Hello! <laughs> hello, hello, hello! Hi! Hi! <laughs> hello! <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantaramaju. Welcome to a podcast called Fred. Oh, yeah. Yes. The final episode for 2019. And the decade. And the decade. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I cannot even. It's not not only the end of a year, it's the end of a a whole decade. And that is crazy. We are about to enter the roaring 20s mm. in about 10 days. The so modern roaring 20s. The mo- yes. <laughs> and it will be just as wild, I'm sure. Yes. Fulia. Yes. How was your, well, couple of weeks? It's been two weeks yes. since we've since we've, recorded. we've had a bit of a break. Yes. Uh, Christmas period is hectic and all that. So yep. apologies for some dedicated listeners out there. But mm. we, we took a week off to bring you one big epic last episode so we've got some great, yeah. great content ahead. It's going to be um, awesome. So how was your last two weeks then? My oh. last two weeks. Well, if I remember correctly, <laughs> which is why I'm going to bring up my calendar right now. Good. <laughs> um, haven't really done too much, to be honest. Um, been working. Um, went uh, bowling with a group of friends. Oh, cool. Which was fun at uh, Strike in Melbourne Central. Nice. Um, yeah, so worked the Alton John concert for a couple of nights. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Outside. Outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, okay. I was stuck uh, wanding people. So oh, you were the wand lady. I was the wander today. Did that, you say Alohomora and let them in? <laughs> No, no, no. Unfortunately, that's not... Or you say Wingardium Leviosa and lift, <laughs> lift. And lift the uh, illicit substances out of their pockets. Well, all the metal items, yes. All the metal items. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yes, every time my shift finished, the concert was still going. And as we went in, we could hear the music. And I'm like, ah, uh, damn it. You could hear Elton. I could hear, yes. It's the last time he's ever come in here, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, it was his farewell Yellow Brick Road his fair- tour. yes. Indeed. Yeah. But he could pull a John Farnham. We never yeah, know. Well, I don't know. We, we never ma- know. We never know. We never know. And I have to say, I reckon Elton John has the most amount of merchandise <laughs> options I have ever seen at are a you, concert. Are you really surprised by that, though? Because, <laughs> well, I, I, because I'm not. Well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but that, that's cool, though. Yeah. That's really like, cool. They had a full-on marquee outside like it's not just indoors where they have the indoor merchandise stands Mm -hmm. they had a marquee outside the main entrance that was huge oh wow they had so many different t-shirt options they had a couple of jackets like one of them was a denim jacket one of them was a bomber jacket yeah they had 
like hats. They had, you know, freaking <laughs> all sorts of different. They even had a crystal block that was apparently a yellow. It's supposed to be a yellow brick, oh, but it's you know those clear ornament yeah, things. I get you. Yes, it's, it's it was it was one of those wow. for like two hundred bucks apparently with a certificate of authenticity. Oh my word! Because apparently there's probably not many of them that were made to be sold. Um, that is insane. Yeah. Not sure. Apparently, there were a few people that bought them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Also, not surprised. Um, what else was there? There were there were, and then next to that big marquee, there was a small marquee that had Melbourne only merchandise for Elton John. Ooh, exclusive. Yes. Exclusive Melbourne merchandise. That's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, so there's um, a lot going on. There was a lot for sale. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Nice. Yes. So, what else has been going on? Did that. Um, not much else, to be honest. Just oh, and hockey. Hockey. Yes. Had hockey. Win. Uh. So the so game eight, which was last Sunday, was yes. a win. Yay! Um, but on Tuesday was a loss, Yay! unfortunately, and we didn't get one point up on the <gasps> scoreboard. Oh, and no. Sadly. Oh, they were um, too good. Yeah, this, this was a team that got graded down oh, from a division. Boo. So they're pretty good. Boo earns. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> and uh, so, yes, but... We still have time to uh, redeem ourselves. Good. We'll be versing them again at least one or two more times okay. in the new year. So Lots of training to do. Yes, lots of training to do. I've got a lot of shooting practice to do. Yeah. That's my uh, that's my little weakness. Okay. <laughs> um, we did some Collectible Chaos filming. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that was fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Yes. yes. So that won't time. be out to the end of the month. Yes. Um, I've had, I had my last piano lesson for the, uh, for the year. And, and how is your piano progress? Apparently I have done very well. Um, to my teacher has told me that, uh, my sight reading has improved since the beginning of the year. Oh, good. Like I can now identify the notes, uh, on the sheet music um, quicker than I used to. Oh, that's good. So which you... is which is really good, especially when you have to read two lines of music. Yeah. <laughs> Treble and bass. Yeah. Uh, for piano, um, but I'm still slow at playing, unfortunately. Um, but I think that's be just lack of practice because I, I'm never giving myself time at home to yeah, just sh- sit down at my keyboard you and should, just you should try and do that practice more yeah well my teacher did also mention like just even if it's for like five ten minutes and just go through like one or two bars of the music just work through it and that way you'll still progress yes. um to be able to finish it off and actually play it properly um without stopping so yes i've got a lot of practice to do Mm-hmm. Um, which is gonna, I'm gonna need a little bit of motivation to do that, but I will make sure that I do. <laughs> um, let's see. What else have we been doing? Uh, oh, I did a little bit of, um, marketing, filming for, um, the people at, the good people at the Writer's Block Theatre. Oh, very cool. Just doing a little bit of, um, trailer, um, trailer Ooh. filming. For 
the show The Boy I Paid For. Yes. <laughs> it's coming up so fast. I know. My goodness. So we're going to have that um, for the new year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And uh, also a couple of thank yous for the people who have uh, supported us in crowdfunding. Yes. Which we do Much appreciate. Yes, yep. absolutely. Um, and I worked uh, at Flemington Racecourse yesterday. Mm-hmm. And for the first time ever, I was a team leader of everyone. Wow, look at you in charge. <laughs> but the, I have a feeling it was mainly because the main supervisors who would have been there were at a different site. Okay. So there was a bare minimum at Flemington yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was the Christmas Day race day, mm-hmm. and all the races were Christmas theme names. <laughs> Oh, of course. Of course it was. <laughs> oh, of course. And were all the horses named after reindeer? No, unfortunately, well, no. then they they missed a trick there. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Come on. You had one job, Flemington. <laughs> no, that's up to the owners of the horses. <laughs> I don't care. Flemington, if you're going to do Christmas theme, it's you go hard or go hard. Yeah, go- <laughs> and this is coming from someone who doesn't like Christmas, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Um, so, yes, I got to team lead everybody, although I was a little panicky when I found out that's what I was going to do. Um, but you nailed the, it, no, sure. the re- the, For the rest of the day, there was no trouble at all, so yeah. there was not really much for me to do anyway. That's fine. <laughs> Which I was fine with. Yeah. But it was a lot of walking. Um, I clocked about 18,000 steps yesterday. <laughs> Just a little over. Good job. Uh, yeah. Um, so that was interesting mm. and very tiring so i'm quite mm. sore today <laughs> mm. um yeah uh and i've been watching a lot of stan and netflix yes finished season one of scrubs amazing oh, <laughs> i'm actually scrubs. enjoying it isn't it great <laughs> wait till you oh, wait you've got some great shit coming all right scrubs is, cool scrubs is phenomenal i'm in season two at the moment i'm so. really glad you're liking it though that's cool good. awesome that's, that's good. <laughs> nice uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. Yes. How about yourself? Me? Well, I've just basically been working my butt off the last couple of weeks. Um, but in terms of both my paid job and my lovely job here at Fred, um, I've been very, very busy yeah. on all fronts. So uh, the last couple of weeks now I kind of feel like a little bit of a blur and I don't remember things that I've done. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure there have been great things. I know I've been to the, mo- been to the movies three times in the last two weeks. Yep. Um, so I've got some quickie reviews later on, which I'm happy and excited about. Um, uh, what else have I been doing? Gosh. Golly gosh, I don't, yeah, no, I don't, I can't really, <laughs> I can't think of anything. Like, yeah. Wow. No, no just, just movies and, and, uh, you know, yeah. That's it. So my life's not very exciting. It's very easy. Whereas you, you like to go day by day. I'm just like, yeah, here's a summary that it's takes. It's just a summary of the week. Of the, of the couple of weeks. <laughs> like it's, it's just, look, I'm just really frazzled. And so if I have forgotten things that I've done. I apologize. That's all right. But I, I've just been, work's just been hectic. So I've just, my brain's just kind of all been on, on that and getting everything done. And, and, uh, yeah. So, and plus I'm mentally preparing myself for boxing day cause I'm doing a 10 hour shift. So oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. For Patting the, her on the back. She's yeah. <laughs> 
I need that. I need, give me give me strength, people. Um, it'll be fine. I'm just looking forward to the payday. The payday. Oh yeah, for sure. Ten hours on Boxing Day is going to be sick pay. So nice. I am a, not sick pay, but sick pay. Yeah, there's a difference. Um, okay, well. I think that's enough from us in terms yeah. of what's been going on. We've got a lot of good stuff for you today. We do. We have a lot. Um, we're going to unfortunately start off with some not so good things, but we're going to get right into all that with the nerdy news. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright then. Nerdy news time. Yeah. Um, so, um, we kind of took a break at a, a very bad time. Literally the day after, um, the day after our last episode, or the day our last episode went up, we had, we got hit by three... Um, tragic deaths in the yeah. en- in the entertainment world, and I don't know which one to start with out of all three because they're all pretty big names. So I'm just gonna go top to bottom. Um, but today we are going to be honouring um, Carol Spinney, who I owe a piece of my childhood to. For those who are not familiar with the name, Carol Spinney was Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch <sighs> on Sesame Street. Um, I grew up with Big we, Bird. Big Bird was amazing. Yeah, a lot of us um, have grown up with Sesame Street, of course. Big Bird um, has a is has a. I'm going to get emotional, but Big Bird has a really special place in my childhood because that was the first toy I was ever given <gasps> when I was a baby. I was given a plush Big Bird toy. That's adorable. And. I slept with him every night. Aww. I would take him everywhere. He was my favorite. Um, I don't know where he is now, but he's, he's probably at mum and dad's in a box somewhere, I'm sure. But I don't remember ever throwing him out. So he's probably, yeah. I might go hunting for him at Christmas. Um, yeah, so I adore Big Bird and I always have. And yeah. in high school, um, one of my nicknames was Big Bird because I was, because I was, tall. I was so tall, <laughs> and I was, bl- and I was blonde as well, oh, so well, yellow, well. yeah. So it was a kind of a natural connection. <laughs> um, so, um, but yes, Carol Spinney, yeah, what an incredible legacy to leave behind, an amazing puppeteer that has enriched the lives of so many people and so many children for. Uh, I could probably say two generations now. I mean, you know, Sesame Street's been around for a long time. Um, yeah, and so and Oscar the Grouch, of course, you know, used to used to trouble me as a kid because uh, he was so grumpy and grouchy, Scram. of course. Yeah, and he was so mean. <laughs> but uh, you know, as an adult, I can appreciate him yeah. quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I know. What are your thoughts on Carol Spinney? Oh man, like I loved. I loved Sesame Street as a kid, and I don't know if Big Bird was my my favorite to be honest. Um, but the fact that there was a huge walking yellow bird walking around that was also a Muppet um, was definitely um, really cool. Indeed, um, uh, as a kid, and um, what else? So he also he also he also played Oscar the Grouch. You said, and who was the, the other Grouch. one? No, I Oscar the Grouch and Big Bird were his two big two ones. big ones. Yeah, I'm not. I I'm not sure 
who else he did, but yeah. I imagine there would have been countless of other puppets on the show. That oh yeah, probably done over the years. Definitely. So, um, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. yeah, no, Oscar the Grouch, I kind of agree. He, a big meanie. So, big meanie. <laughs> big meanie. So, uh, probably n- not a huge fan of Oscar the Grouch. Although, <laughs> now, now that, now, like, now that I look back, I'm like, well, he may not have been the most liked Muppet, but, um, he was still pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you a, know. he's a legend. So yeah. Absolutely. One of the, <laughs> one of the most famous, uh, puppets come out of Sesame Street. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. So thank you so much to Carol Spinney for yes. all of his incredible work. Uh, he will definitely be missed. Mm-hmm. At the age of 85, he passed yeah. away. Yeah. Um, then we also have uh, incredibly talented character actor, René Aubergenois. I probably butchered that. But, probably not. But who knows? <laughs> Aubergenois. Yeah, I love that name just quietly. Um, <laughs> he sadly passed away at the age of seventy nine, and he was a big, big TV actor. Definitely, his IMDb is a sprawling list of 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 characters and roles and appearances. Oh yeah, for sure. Several shows, animated and live action. Yep. Um, Big ones for me, uh, I knew him best from Boston Legal. Okay. I don't know if you've watched Boston Legal no. for you. I think you would probably like it. It's kind of a mix between comedy and drama. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I have I have sort of seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Um, but I haven't actually sat down to watch the full show. Yeah, yeah. it's very it's very funny. Yeah. Um yeah, the funny funny stuff's really good. But yeah, I remember Rene from that and um he was in the MASH film. Yes. Um, and he was in Frasier. He was, and he was hilarious yeah. in that. He was um Frasier's old um college uh, professor. Yeah, right. Which then Frasier ends up going back and visiting because he needs to speak to him mm-hmm. about something. Yeah. Because he's also a psychiatrist. <laughs> that banter is just so good. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Uh, okay, that that sounds very funny. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and then, of course, one of his biggest roles um, uh, was on Deep Space Nine, Star Trek um, TV series. He was in like 170, 180 episodes, wow. something like that. He was in a bunch. Um, so he is a huge contributor to mm. uh, our lives as well. Definitely. So he will most definitely be missed. Thank you very much, Renee. Um, and lastly, in the capping off of the, uh, the unfortunate passing of some amazing people, yeah. we have the amazing, I'm just gonna keep saying amazing, so I love that word and it sums up this lady quite uh, accurately, Marie Fredrickson from Roxette passed away, uh, at <sighs> the age of 61. So young. These, they all happen in the same day and yes, she particularly, a very young, 61 is not, is too soon for my, for my money, um, but she was an incredible singer and performer. Yeah. Roxette uh, definitely helped to define the 80s and going into the 90s with their incredible um, catalogue of hits. Like, yes. The day after uh found out she passed away, I played Roxette's Greatest Hits at work. Nice. And just listening to everything, and it's just like hit after hit after hit after yeah. hit after hit. Like, just phenomenal. And the fact that these two from Sweden who couldn't speak English, they sang phonetically. So they didn't wow. a- They didn't actually, in the beginning, Yeah. I don't know, I mean, obviously later they would have learnt English, but in the beginning they were sing- phonet- singing phonetically, so they didn't yeah. actually know what they were saying. 
Wow. Because it was English. They were, they were just... And it's so convincing. Yeah. It's so convincing. Like, But yeah, the look, of course, is the biggest of the big in terms of Roxette songs. <laughs> Everyone knows the look. That's a, such yeah. a good song. I love Dangerous as well. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it must have been Love. Yes. And, oh. and Listen... Listen to your heart, like oh, I some love those songs. Power ballads for yeah. you, if there ever were. So yeah, definitely. Oh my goodness, we will definitely miss you, Marie. Thank you for being so awesome yeah. and giving us some great music. Holy crap, so good. Oh, all right, <laughs> shaking off the sad stuff yeah. now. Shaking it off. All right, let's move into the rest of the nerdy news, starting with some DC news here. Birds of prey or the. Uh, Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, Mm -hmm. which, remember people, is the full title of the film, um, (laughs) is going to be rated R. Oh, my goodness. So that'd be M for us? M-A. M-A, sorry. Yes, Yes, that's all right. So R in America, M-A in Australia, which means it's going to be probably a bit more violent, a bit more inappropriate um, than Suicide Squad, Squad, Mm. that's for sure. Um, But hopefully better uh, in terms of quality. But we will see. I have high hopes for this film and it looks great. I feel like we might be getting another trailer for it soon because it's coming out in, I think, February. Okay. Um, And we're approaching Jan. So, yeah, I think it's time for trailer two. But yes, rated R. This is good. Let the ladies run wild, I say. Definitely. It's going to be, it's a gonna be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of fun, uh, Shazam 2 has officially been announced by DC and Woo! Warner Brothers. Very awesome news. Um, Not that I've seen the first one yet. Oh, but... <laughs> you have to. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. Um, it's going to be releasing on the 1st of April, so April Fool's Day in 2022. But apparently, of course, April Fool's Day. <laughs> but apparently that's a coincidence. There's no connection. Between, right. But who knows? It's Zachary <laughs> Levi. I'm sure he'll, yes. I'm, I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll do something. He'll do something for it. But, um, but yeah, that's when that's coming out. So exciting things to look forward to for Shazam fans. Yep. Um, also... More DC uh, movie news. The Flash film. The troubled production that is the Flash film. Wow. uh, Has finally locked in. Hopefully, please to dear God, a final release date (laughs) of the 1st of July, 2022. Wow. So three months to the day after Shazam 2 comes out, we will get the first Flash film. Okay. um, Starring Ezra Miller. Ooh. Yes. So reprising his role from Justice League. Okay. Uh, and his little cameo in Suicide Squad and Batman vs. Superman, he will be uh, leading the way in this okay. Flash film. So I am definitely looking forward to it. I'm a big fan, as you know, of the TV series, which is something I forgot to mention in my, my weeks that was because I, yeah, the DC crossover happened and... But maybe I'll, I'll add that to my quick review. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, yeah, The Flash is a great character and I really love Ezra Miller. So hopefully cool. the movie lives up to everything. Another movie I must see. Yes. <laughs> but it's okay. It's not coming out for like two and a half years. Oh, that's all right. I've got three years to, you, to two and a half years you've to catch got, up. You've got time. Um, okay, moving out of some DC news into some other nerdy news now. Uh, the upcoming series Picard, which stars the amazing 
again, I said it, amazing, Sir Patrick Stewart, Mm -hmm. um, has already been renewed for season two. Wow. Season one hasn't even started yet. Oh my goodness. Yes. It's getting a lot of hype. Yeah, a lot of hype. That first trailer came out at Comic-Con was very, very awesome. Mm -hmm. I very much enjoyed it, and I haven't watched any Star Trek, like, Next Gen or or any of the movies for, like, a long time. Like... Yeah, like I've seen a bunch of the films, but I, don't, I, I think I've seen Next Gen sporadically, so, but anyway, yeah. uh, but it, it, the trailer hits and beats for me, okay. so I can only imagine how crazy diehard fans of Patrick Stewart's Picard would have gone mm, um, for this trailer and, cool. and for the series that's coming out, so, and it's going to get a number two, so <laughs> yay, good stuff, love it. Um, okay, some Matrix 4 updates, casting news, uh, and a release date we have. Jonathan Groff, who is Kristoff in the Frozen movies, mm-hmm. uh, and the lead in this Netflix series Mindhunter, is going to be uh, appearing in the Matrix 4 in an undisclosed role. Ooh. have not said what it is exactly yet, but it looks like it'll be a pivotal kind of character so that's pretty exciting and the film will be releasing on the 21st of may 2021 which conveniently is the exact same day as john wick 4 which thereby makes the 21st of may keanu reeves day (laughs) oh you're welcome everyone yeah uh yeah brilliant stuff so (laughs) that's gonna be i'm I cannot wait for the memes. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be good. Yep. Going to be good. So Definitely. John Wick in the Matrix. John Wick and the Matrix on the same... And it's Matrix 4 and John Wick 4. It's like the fourth installment of both franchises on the same day. John Wick. I love it. In the Matrix. Matrix. Yep. <laughs> Done. John Matrix. John Matrix. <laughs> or Neo Wick. How about that? Neo Wick. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Uh, that's exciting. So, yeah, only a year and a half to go for that awesomeness. Yes. To come. Uh, speaking of more, hopefully, awesomeness, um, Power Rangers is getting another reboot after the failure of the, uh, let's see, well, first attempted reboot that they tried, or, or kind of new new iteration, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Because all the other movies have all been were all based on the TV shows. This is what this was the first time that the Power Rangers series is kind of a fresh on the big screen. Yeah, uh, I didn't mind the film that came out in twenty seventeen. I thought it was pretty good, uh, but it didn't make enough money to warrant the continuation of the franchise. So unfortunately, that's never happening. Um, but on the plus side, yeah, we have well, yeah, we specifically no. Um, I think it's Paramount has now picked up the rights to uh, make a Matrix Four. Far out! What I'm getting, I'm getting. Sorry, Fully is doing things and she's just. <laughs> sorry. I'm trying not to get distracted, but she's actually distracting me. So, all right, all right. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. Don't be sorry. I'm. I'm remember, adding I, extra data. That's like, no, you're being great, and I'm just being terrible. So because I remember I said I've had a frazzled week. I've had a bad. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed that humor. <laughs> I hope it was funny for you. Um, Power Rangers, yes, Paramount is making a Power Rangers film. Okay. So, yes. Um, and they haven't said much more than that. Cool. So that's all we know. But all right. uh, it's not well, going to be connected to the previous film. I was going to say, I really hope that it's better than that 
particular film. You didn't like it? Mm, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of I it. I didn't love it. I I admired what they tried to do. Yeah. But some of it was a bit... Mm. I enjoyed how campy Elizabeth Banks was. Yeah. As the, the villain. I've forgotten the villain's name. She wasn't Rita. Oh, she was Rita, wasn't she? Rita Repulsa. Yeah, Rita Repulsa. She was Rita, I forget. Yeah. See, I... Clearly, the movie was memorable. Um, but I enjoyed her performance as, yeah. as a villain. Uh, yeah, was, it was, was just... Cool. Yeah, it for me, it just didn't really hit the mark. I suppose I'm just still stuck on the original Power Rangers series. and Because yeah, that's, that's what I've grown up with. And, well, yeah, I mean, we all grew up with that. But then, yeah. have you as an adult gone back and rewatched any of it? Yeah. That, <laughs> it's really cheesy. It's rough. <laughs> I think I stopped... It's, Nostalgia, man. I think I what stopped. I stopped halfway through season two. Yeah, I couldn't continue. Yeah. I just couldn't. It's very made. For and kids. the different iterations of all the different oh, Power di- Rangers, like Ninja I didn't even, Steel I, and Dino Force. I, I didn't even bother. I I just couldn't be bothered with the rest of it because I never Wizard really Triumph and like. <laughs> I never really got into Dancing all the other series. Storm. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 only, I only ever watched the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I never continued on with whatever other iterations yeah, there no, were Yeah, no, same, right? That's, that's, that's So why. that's why, you know, growing up, as I kept seeing these different, you know, merchandise for all these different types of Power Rangers, I kept looking at it and I'm like, wait, there's that kind of Power Ranger? That doesn't look yeah. right. And to me, a lot of the... Re- it is a huge franchise, and a lot of people do love it. Um, but I don't know. I'm just still stuck on the original stuff. Yeah. No. So. No, I'm I'm with you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what we grew up on, and plus the movie was set in Sydney. Well, it was made in Sydney. Eh? They made Angel Grove Sydney, and they filmed it here. Did you know that? No. Yeah. The the movie that came out in '95 with um Ooze, what's his face? Yeah. Wow. It was, it was Sydney. That's you can, cool. You can in the in the big shots of Angel Grove, the city, you can recognize the, you know, like the, that big tower. Yeah. With the thing on the top. Yeah. Yeah, that you can see that. Oh wow! I think you can see the monorail when it used to be there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's Sydney. That's... They filmed it in Sydney. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's anyway, awesome. A little bit of trivia for everybody that yeah. didn't, didn't ask for it. So too bad. Um, you're welcome. Thank you. No, oh, no worries. <laughs> And lastly, in the nerdy news, just to round up, um, the Golden Globe nominations were announced and we uh, have now kicked off the awards season. I'm very, very excited. It's one of my favorite times of the year is the awards season. So um, we have some of the nominations. Of course, uh, Joker has received as a comic book film. It's so monumentous uh, to see a uh, comic book movie, especially one based on like such an iconic character mm. to receive such love from um, the Hollywood foreign press, which is the people behind the Golden Globes. Um, it's been nominated for Best Film Drama, and um, Joaquin Phoenix has been nominated for Best Actor in a Film Drama. So Ooh. no surprises nice. for me there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the one. So this is the award show that splits the drama and the musical and comedy into two separate things. Um, but yeah, in terms of other, like best film drama, there's also 1917, The Irishman, Marriage Story, and The Two Popes. Yeah. Um, so most of those movies are featuring in every, a lot of the categories. So Marriage Story received a lot of nominations, um, and, uh, The Two Popes as well, both on Netflix, The Irishman, 
Um, Best Film, Musical or Comedy, the nominations. A Dolomite Is My Name, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit yet? It hasn't come out yet. <sighs> Boxing Day. It comes out this come week. On. I know, I can't wait to see it. You haven't watched it yet? No, I haven't. No, no that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, I, was, oh, I, was, I was curious because right. I think America got it. Yeah, it came out in America a few weeks ago. So. Yeah. Because um, everyone's raving about it. I'm like, oh, I want to yeah, see it. I know. <laughs> but for, for Fulia, I'm just going to read out the nominations for the Best Animated Film. Woo! Um, and there's one edition in here that I'm going to laugh at. And <laughs> it's great. So, for Best Film Animated, um, we have Frozen 2. Okay. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Mm-hmm. Missing Link. Yep. Toy Story 4. Ooh! And the Lion King. Oh my God! What? What? No! I'm sorry, John Favreau. I, I, I love you, but no, no. No, but it's been—it's supposed to be a live-action movie, and it's been nominated in an, it's an animation. Animated. Oh my God! Yeah, I love it so much. It's so funny. Wow! Take that, Disney. I'm sorry. I love Disney. I love you. You know I do. I hail to the mouse but seriously that's that's fucking hilarious wow so uh, so how many of those are not disney films so out of the five films there's only there's two so there's, two there's missing three. link and how to train your dragon yes wow okay well so um, i haven't seen the i haven't ooh. seen the how to train your dragon sequel no um or missing link okay. and i still need to go and see frozen 2 okay um but toy story 4 is amazing um I don't think Lion King sorry, Lion King doesn't really deserve it. I just it. no, with the A doesn't deserve it, B just I just love the fact that it was nominated for a best if it's supposed to be a live action movie, nominated for best animated. I think you know what? C- Based on that, I hope it wins. CGI has gone <laughs> oh. way too far. Fuck, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, all right, so that's the nerdy news. Yeah. Um that's all we've got for you. Cool. I think that's all we're going to say. Yeah, pretty much. I, we've, we've had our discussion. We've had our it. discussion. Yep. Let's move on, which means now, very excitedly, it is time to roll on up to the trailer park. Woo! Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Hee-haw. Okay. Alrighty. Trailer park time. Ooh, trailer park time. <laughs> what a trailer park do we have for you, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um. It's been a big couple of weeks, and if there are some trailers you're wanting us to talk about and you're noticing them absent, it's because we just couldn't fit them in. Nope. Um, We've picked the three biggest trailers, the three biggest internet-breaking trailers from the last two weeks, and we're going to now discuss. Yes. Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with Tenet. Okay, fabulous. I was hoping you'd say that. (laughs) Um, Tenet, yes. Yes. Hugely anticipated new film from Christopher Nolan, written and directed by Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, It's very Inception-y. Oh, very. Very Inception-y, which is really exciting. Um, to see him return to something in that kind of vein, considering, you know, the last couple of films he's done, you know, it was Dun- there was Dunkirk and then Interstellar and, yeah. uh, and then, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy. So yeah, it's really, really cool stuff. Uh, I adore this cast, John David Washington. Again, I say, if you haven't seen Black Klansman, you need to watch it. Yeah, I think I do. <sighs> Adam Driver's in it. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And he's amazing in it. <laughs> he's amazing in everything. Anyway, more on that later. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's and Robert Pattinson's in this. Yes, he is. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. No, he's making a bit of a resurgence. Mm. Uh, he's done a lot of indie stuff. Yes. The last few years. So uh, yeah, it's good to see him come back. Um, you know, before he hits the screen as the uh, caped crusader, mm. uh, the Dark Knight, in the Batman in a couple of years' time. But um, yeah, I really like this trailer. I'm so curious. I really want to know more. But it's a really, I think it's a really good tease in the terms of it shows you so much, but it doesn't explain any of it. No. Um, you're just kind of left going, what did I just watch and what's happening? Yeah, I know. What's going on? What's the deal with the word tenet and what does it mean? And and how does it? how is it your access to like everything and answer to everything and getting mm. the places you need to be? And, yeah. and you know, this, uh, uh, this main character, has he died and come back to life? They talked about him passing a test and I'm just... Yeah, there's it's a there's a lot going on. It looks pretty as well. Yeah. But that's Christopher Nolan for you. He makes pretty looking films. So yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on this trailer? Um, I was really um, I was really interested. Um, it it's definitely something I've never really seen. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it does seem very much like Inception. Yes. Um, he he did that movie too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, um, that's why I bring it up. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, it's probably, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of information to go by, um, especially since we don't know what the plot of this, no. of this movie is going to be. No. I'm going to check IMDb and see yeah. if there's actually like a little plot synopsis, but I doubt there is because he likes to be very mysterious, Mr. Mm. Nolan. So. Yes. Well, this is a very mysterious movie. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. The plot is currently unknown is, <laughs> is the first sentence. Of there the, you go. The IMDb description. It goes on to say the project is described as an action epic revolving around international espionage, time travel and evolution. Of course, time travel. And I definitely get the, well, obviously the time travel portion is obvious and the, yeah, the espionage thing also kind of makes mm. sense. Evolution. Hmm. We'll find out. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait we and see. We will have to wait and see, won't we? Yes. Yes. Cool. That's mm. it? Yep. Yep. Fantastic. Moving on. Um, so Tenet doesn't have an Australian release date yet, but in the US, in the UK, it will be coming out on the 17th of July next year. Yep. Lots of things to look forward to about that. Cool. Yes. Great. Cool. All right. So, uh, ooh, I cannot choose mm, between all right. the how about, two. How, how about we go with just the order? Okay. So, so bottom to top. Yep. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> makes Next, it easy. Makes it easy. Thank you. Make decisions for me, please. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I'm indecisive. Anyway, uh, the next trailer we're going to talk about is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. So from going from one afterlife oh, to another. Yes. Well said. <laughs> Good segue for you. And with I'm a week impressed. apart in its release date. As well. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Holy crap. Yeah. I am a huge Ghostbusters fan. The The original film is one of my favorites of all time. Um, easy in my top 10 or top 20. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so this just, I'm just, look, I was hesitant. And then I went from being hesitant to being excited when I found out that Jason Reitman was going to be directing this because Jason Reitman is, uh, 
Ivan Reitman's son, who directed the first wow, two, the first two films. Ooh, okay, um, okay. Uh, which is yeah, why this movie is very exciting. Okay. So, uh, and yeah, so I have faith, and then I've seen this trailer now as well as well as just the cast for this. We've got um, Paul Rudd, Finn Wolfhard, mm-hmm. and Carrie Coon um, being awesome in this, and and then yeah, and now we have this trailer and. Yes. The trailer. You, so, it's so good. If you're a it Ghostbusters really fan, you're going to love it. And even just as a, a film fan, I yeah. think it's a very well-made trailer. Very well-made, yeah. It's very well put together. Definitely. Uh, it flows well. It gives away just enough, but it doesn't ruin everything. I mean, you don't even see many ghosts. You get little glimpses of no, yeah. They of just... Ghosts. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, we look, it looks like, you know, we get a glimpse of Slimer. We get a glimpse of... Um, like either Goza or Zool or something, mm. one of, you know, one of the the the, the hellhounds yeah. from the first film, um, as well, which is cool. Um, but of course, did you realize who this family is at the center of the story? They said something about their grandfather passed away and that they were going to their to the shack that he used to live in or that well, owned. He owned this farmhouse. He owned it, and he has all this. Ghostbusters stuff. Now, you've only seen... I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. Yes. Yet. Yes. (laughs) Um, So I'm assuming... Does that house have something to do with number two? No. Is it mentioned? No, no. It's not mentioned at all. But I'm literally just trying to get you to guess which character this family... Like, it belongs to. Okay. I... Out of the original four. Can't remember the names. That's okay. (laughs) What did he look like? (laughs) Uh, Bill Murray's character? No. No, okay. Damn. Um, they show it in the trailer because you're not, you've only seen Ghostbusters once. You probably yeah, can pick, up, pick nah. it up. Okay, so it's Egon's family. Okay. Um, because you can tell, like, not from the, apart from the fact that the granddaughter looks so much like him with the hair and the glasses. Yeah. Um, there's a shot in the of the closet of the jumpsuit and it says Spangler on it. Yeah, like I did notice Spengler. that. Yeah, yeah so okay. it's yeah. So this is the Spangler family. Okay. Um, and yeah, because they've, it's so beautiful. Because unfortunately, Harold Ramis passed away yeah. a few years ago now. Um, and they did a really nice tribute to him in the uh, 2016 Ghostbusters that I thought was really nice. But here, the fact that like we've got the entire original cast coming back in some capacity for yeah. this film. Obviously, Harold can't, so they've decided to make the film about his family. Oh, wow. That's so really they're, sweet. Keeping, they're keeping him in the film without him actually being there. That's really sweet. And I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a great trailer, and Paul Rudd for the win, honestly. Oh, man. Like, he, uh, he, as soon as he starts talking about the ghost trap. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is a pretty good replica. <laughs> yeah. Of what? Uh, of what? <laughs> it's a ghost trap. It's a ghost trap, you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> so I love that he's like this big ghost busters nerd. I know. You know. Oh, it's so good. And I really enjoyed the um the like the little quote from um from Ghostbusters one that was a voiceover in this of Bill Murray saying, Call it fate, call it luck, call it karma. I believe everything happens for a reason. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> ah, oh, I love it. I'm so excited. Oh. 
I can't wait. Yay! I can't wait. It's going so great. Um, yeah, so we love this trailer. Yes. Excellent. Yes. I've still got to see number two All before right. number one comes out. I'm going to make sure, yeah, I'm going to sit down with you and watch number two. Yes. It's awesome. Cool. All right. So, when are we seeing Ghostbusters for you? We are seeing Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, we don't know. There is, <laughs> however, a US and a UK release date. Yes. And that will be the 10th of July, 2020. Exactly. Like you said, a week before Tenet. Yes. So... It's gonna, July is going to be pretty sweet. It's my birth month. It is. <laughs> so it was already sweet. Now it just got sweeter. Yay. Oh, <laughs> very nice. All right. So. Yes. Last trailer for Trailer Park. Oh, and boy, do we have a, a trailer, trailer for you. For you guys. <laughs> what a woman. 1984. Yeah. Oh, my word. Oh. I am so in. Oh, this. Just... Yep. Give it to me now. <laughs> I want it now. It's a really good trailer. Just, we like we you, we've both seen the trailer before we decided to rewatch it again for tonight. Yes. And even tonight, I just got chills watching it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's just fantastic. Like it's it's so nice um, to see Gal Gadot back. Um, as as a Diana, as yeah. Wonder Woman, and there's so much really like the cool action shots in this trailer. Like there's so many epic looking shots. There's some um, new things that we learn about Wonder Woman. New things going on. She's got a new outfit. Yeah, that, look, that looks amazing. She can swing. She can swing through lightning. But yeah. hanging on to lightning, like come on. <laughs> well, I don't know if that was. Light- I don't think that was done. Enough. I don't know if that was lightning or if that was the lasso of truth. It was a lasso of truth hanging on to the lightning, oh. swinging through. All right, maybe I missed that. <laughs> I was so caught up in what she was doing, I didn't even see what she was really doing. Oh um, man. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 It was epic. Yeah, it was very epic. Yeah. Um, there's more shots of, of Themyscira in this. Yeah. Which made me very happy. I'm... We're going to go back there. Yeah, I was just going to say. more flashbacks to yeah. the childhood of Diana. Should be good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's set in 1984. Like, amazing. The music. Um, the music oh, was great. Oh, my goodness. Blue Monday by New Order uh, was the song yes. in the trailer, for those who don't so know. So good. A classic classic 80s tune it worked so well for this works so well they've they've altered it slightly Mm. um but it sounded perfect yes Um, definitely it really suited it very well um yeah what do you think about them revealing that steve trevor is back yeah because did you know he was going to be back i thought he died so he did but he chris pine they announced chris pine was going to be in this film they announced steve trevor was back there were set photos that were put out. Wow, they didn't leaked. keep that mysterious. No, they decided not to. So I'm, I, that which is why he's in this trailer because okay. it would be weird if they didn't. Because you know we all know he's back, but mm. then at the same time, if you don't pay attention to that stuff and you see him pop up, you're like, oh, that's shit. I thought he died. Why would you spoil that in the trailer? Like, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm kind of of two minds about mm. that reveal, especially because we don't know how. He's back. Yeah. Or if it's really him. Like, you know, this is a comic book movie, remember? So there could be lots of weird things going on. Timey-wimey stuff. Timey-wimey things and aliens and clones and who knows. Who the hell knows? Um, (laughs) There was a really cool kind of reference to... Well, not reference per se, but 
comparison I'd like to make parallel between uh, this movie and Titanic because in Diana's like apartment or house wherever mm-hmm. she's living there are like these photos of her on like this like little you know coffee table like bookshelf thing um, nightstand something yeah yeah and, yeah like showing her doing things and that just it just reminded me of you know the end of Titanic where you know you see all the photos of Rose doing the things that she told Jack she would never do and she ended up doing them because of him yeah um, and there's a photo of Diana standing outside uh, the Trevor Ranch. It says the sign says Trevor Ranch yeah. in the background, and that would have been taken in probably like, you know, the tens or the twenties um, of her. So it just rem- made me think of that. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, she's keeping him alive even though he's no longer there. Um, yeah, and you know, her talking to Kristen Wiig's character about, you know, she was lo- in love long ago. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, you know. It was bittersweet, but it was nice because it seemed like she'd made peace, obviously, with mm. the fact that he was gone, but she still loved him. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see more of Kristen Wiig's character, though, because she's supposed to be the villain. Yes. Um, Cheetah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little I'm, I'm a little confused as to what the villain's after. Well, or I mean... what's going on in that side re- of things. So they didn't really reveal too much in, no. that, that, in terms of that. I mean, we've got Kristen Wiig... Cheetah is the only villain that's officially really been announced, I think. But I don't know what her game plan is. I feel like she's kind of got a, a very tropey comic book mm. uh, story going on f- with in terms of her character in this. Because she's like clearly friends or acquaintances with Diana. Yeah. And then she's going to turn at some point. Yeah. Or they could subvert the expectation and actually make her a good guy. Yeah. Who knows? Because it looks more like that Pedro Pascal... Is in this trailer the, the the guy that was on the TV and like that like looked like he was up to some shady shit? Mm. Yeah, in the suit. Yeah, he, yeah. He looks like the big villain of the film. Oh, um, yeah. No, that's what I thought. Yeah, because he's holding something that looks really yeah. mysterious. So we don't know really what his plan is, mm. but it looks like some kind of world domination. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, we'll find out. Mm. Either way, the trailer was awesome. Yes. And we freaking loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really, really can't wait to watch this film. Honestly. When are we seeing it? When are we seeing it? Well, thankfully, this one has an Australian Yay! release date. <laughs> so it will be in cinemas on the 4th of June next year. Yay! Then freaking tastic. It can't come any sooner. I know. Right? <laughs> Give it to me now. Yeah. All now right. Now. All right, cool. So, Let's roll on out of the trailer park. Yes. And into quite a lot of <laughs> quickie reviews. Quickie review. Quite a lot of quickie reviews. <laughs> the name, of course, is now ironic. I'm, yep. I'm declaring. So, uh, yeah. Let's see how long this goes for. Let's see how long, Well, on the plus side, the first two movies I'm going to talk about, I saw nearly two weeks ago, so I may not have too much to say considering memory. Fair enough. Um, but uh, we're going to start with Ford versus Ferrari. All right. Which I checked out. Uh, very good film. Cool. Christian Bale did get a nomination for his role mm-hmm. in this. Um, and I forgot. Ken Miles was his name. He played this, he, this awesome British um, racer. Um, car driver, he's kind of like a car guru, car whisperer. Like he knows yeah. how to make a car go, like to the best of its ability, and how to drive it as well. Yeah. Um, and 
I yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, him and Matt Damon together were great. Uh, they had a good rapport on screen. That's cool. And both their characters were a lot of fun. Um, what did you enjoy about the story? Yeah, the story was it was really good. Like it's basically just you know they're trying to bring the trying that Ford is on the brink of closing down. Yeah. In the sixties in America, and they're trying to find ways to uh, you know to stop that from happening. Yeah. So they decide to, you know, uh, invent a, a new race car that can compete against Ferrari yeah. in Le Mans, which is the big of the time and probably still can't, I think it still is, but big epic race. It's, okay. like, it's like, you know how we have Bathurst in terms of racing? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Le yeah, Mans yeah. is like the, of motorsport, the world, like it's one of the biggest races in the world. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Ferrari were Kings at the time. Wow. So, yeah. So basically, it's all about trying to, you know, compete against Ferrari and try to get to Le Mans and try to make this car. And, yeah. And Ken Miles is this character who's very, um, you know, he's a great guy mm-hmm. and a good family man, but like he's got a bit of a temper, yeah, a bit of an attitude. And so the corporate guys at Ford don't really like him, don't want him racing on behalf of them. Uh, so there's a lot of tension okay. involved, and Matt Damon's character uh, of um. Shelby um, has been caught in the middle okay. uh, of that. And yeah, so it's, but I, I loved it. It's enjoyable. It's just over two hours long, but it doesn't feel like a long film. Um, it, it goes really well and it's shot really well. It was directed by James Mangold, who did Logan mm-hmm. uh, and a bunch of other stuff. That's good. Uh, and yeah, it's just a really nice film. I really liked it. Cool. Quite a lot. Um, what do you rate it? What do I rate it? Whew. Uh, yeah, four, four and a half out of five. Oh, good. Around that. That's mm. cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe a four. I'll lock in a four out of five, I say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. That's awesome. Definitely worth checking out. All right. Uh, Do you want to go one oh, yeah. inch? That way um, we give you give you a break. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm talking a lot. Go. Yes. All yeah, right. Give us a film for you. So. Uh, I'll I'll start with uh, Klaus. Yes, the Netflix animated Christmas film. Ooh, um, and I was very interested in it because it is an animation style that um, is very unique. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed the aesthetics of this particular animation. Mm-hmm. Um, the story itself, well, it's a bit of a twist on the old Santa Claus story. Uh, so Ooh. they. Um, they start with um, this spoiled brat kid that's, you know, part of the family business of becoming a postman. Mm-hmm. And he is very lazy. He doesn't give a crap. And so his father's like, well, if that's how you're going to be, we're going to send you off to this far off land. You're going to set up a postal service over there yep. because no post has ever come out of that area. Oh, and you're and if you don't hit this target, um, you're going to be cut off from <laughs> from the money. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so from all of your royalties. Oh wow! Yeah. So he, and no he's, pressure. He's just been thrown into the deep end. To I don't even know. I can't even remember the name of the actual place, and it's it's got a really strange name. Okay. Um. Oh my goodness. Hold on, I am going to. Was it Timbuktu? No. Okay. I wish it was. Yeah. It's got a really, really different name. Like, 
I've never even heard of it before. Okay. It doesn't even it doesn't even sound like a, a name that would be on the world map. Okay. Um, Smearensburg. It's probably made up. <laughs> it, yeah, well, yeah. Smear, it's called Smearensburg. Smearensburg. Yeah. And um, so the plot summary on IMDb is a simple act of kindness always sparks another, even in a frozen faraway place. When Smearensburg's new postman, Jas- uh, Jesper, befriends toy maker Klaus, their gifts melt an age-old feud and deliver a sleigh full of holiday traditions. Mm. So pretty much what that said is he gets there and he finds out that there's these two clans that are having a feud and it's been happening for generations. Right. And they don't even know how it even started. Right. <laughs> so they just, when it, whenever the bell rings in the, the middle of the town, everybody comes out and starts fighting each other. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Yeah. And they're just really weird, weird people. Um, mm. And then one day, um, Jasper stumbles across um, Klaus's uh, place, his mm-hmm. house. And he used to be a toy maker and he had all these toys hanging around. And then he realized that this guy is pretty big. He's got a, he's got a full on white beard and he wears red so he could be Santa Claus, you know? And so he's decided to get the kids involved and be like, look, if you uh, write a letter to Santa Claus, he will send you a toy. Wow. And so that whole thing begins with one with one kid yep. and then a small number of kids and then the whole town's like kids just want to you know they want toys and so they he also Jasper then also realizes that if <coughs> if you if you're not good you'll be on his naughty list uh-huh. and then it triggers this act of kindness from the kids where they start playing together or they start helping the adults with something and it's just it's amazing. Like, it's a very, very heartwarming story towards the end. Uh-huh. And, oh, my goodness. Like, I had tears by the end of it because it's so, it's so lovely. Like, it's, it's funny, mm-hmm. but it's, oh, it's just so beautiful by the end of it. Okay. It just, it really touches your heart. Oh, nice. <laughs> so would you give it out of five? I would definitely give it a four out of five. Nice. Yes. It's a really good it's a really good animation. Netflix, yeah? Yep, Netflix. Netflix, check it out. Check it out. It is so good. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. What's your next movie? My next movie <laughs> is uh, Knives Out. Knives uh, Out? I really want to see it. Yes. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, an original murder mystery uh, story from Ryan Johnson, written and directed. Yeah. And... With an incredible cast. We've talked about the trailer on the show before. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think there were a few people that hyped it up pretty big for me going in, so I had super high expectations oh, that no. it, it didn't meet. Okay. But that's that doesn't mean it was a bad film. It was yep. just, I think some people enjoyed it a little too much, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but yay for them. Enjoy enjoy what you want to enjoy yep. um, to, the, to the fullest. Definitely. But um, but I kind of got overexcited. <laughs> I'm very want to do that. Yeah, um, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, but no, I really enjoyed it. Chris Evans was great, especially to see like the last thing I saw him in was Captain America, and in this film he's a total asshole. Like, <laughs> I love it. It's so good, but it was almost for me uncon almost so unconvincing 
just because I know him so well as Steve oh, Rogers no. now. So it was kind of So yeah. you couldn't you couldn't get that couple, character out of your head to be able bit. to enjoy him then. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. If I'm being honest. Yeah. And that's probably just because it's me and I'm obsessed with Marvel. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I doubt other people would have had the same problem. But he was really, really good in it, um, you know, yeah. apart from that. The story was pretty great. Um, the twist of who who did it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't... It was sort of predictable, but not predictable at the same time. Okay. So, but it was... I don't know. It was, was very it well put together. Yes. <laughs> in the library with a candlestick. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Um no, I yeah, it was it was great the cast. I think it's it's the best thing about this film is the cast. Yep. Um and Daniel Craig as well, who was the the, the lead detective. Yep. on in private investigator on this this case of this this murder. Um he was excellent. Oh, that's good. Uh it's always fun to watch a British actor put on such a thick American accent. Oh, no. <laughs> Because he was like, he had this like drawl going on. Oh, very southern. A little bit of a southern drawl. You know, his his character's name was Benoit Blanc. (laughs) And he talked like that. It was great. I loved it. Uh, No, super fun film. Definitely worth checking out. I'd probably give it a three and a half out of five. So good film. Awesome. Didn't love love. But I did love, so yeah, three and a half. That's good. Three and a half out of five for me. Still a decent movie, then. Definitely a decent film. Definitely. Cool. You, I think you will enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Definitely going to see it. Yes. All right. What's your next film? All right, my next film is going to be Marriage Story. Yes, I want to hear your thoughts. Yes. Okay. So um, a lot of people have been hyping up, hyping about it. Yes. Um, Especially since I listened to um, Clear and Vivid with Alan Alder. Oh, yeah. And he's in it. Is he? He is. Ooh. It's only for a, you know, total amount of like five, ten minutes of screen time. Oh, that's fine. But he's still there. He's still in it. And he talks about it because he also spoke to Adam Driver on his podcast. Oh, cool. Which was amazing to oh, hear. That would have been amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. such a good podcast. Oh. I, I have to get you to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it just, it's been hyped up a lot and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to bite the bullet and just watch it. And, and it's, it's, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, it's dramatic. Yes. It's, it's a, it's pretty much a, a family with a couple that is going through a divorce. Divorce, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's, it seems somewhat realistic in the sense because there's also a kid involved. Oh. It's it's really tough okay. on the child. Yes. And the How parents the child I this? think he's like five. Oh, so pretty young. Yeah. Oh wow. Still still a kid. Yeah. In primary school age. Yeah. Um yeah, and like you feel for them. The the this the stuff they go through is just really heartbreaking. Oh wow. Yeah. And you know, it get it, it starts off with them trying to be friends. And then, you know, the, then they go off and speak to their, their own friends and they're like, no, no, you, you really need, you need a, you need a, um, divorce lawyer, even though they didn't want to have to go down that path. Sure. And then, you know, Scarlett Johansson's character ends up getting a lawyer and then he finds out he's getting served and then he's like, damn it, now I have to get a lawyer as well. And just so many things happening between their lawyers with the stuff that they want to end up you know, splitting. And then it comes down to the custody of the child. Wow. And it's, 
Oh my gosh! Wow. Like okay. they even they even go down to that. Like and Adam Driver's performance. Fuck me! It's so good and it's so heart wrenching. Yeah. He's very talented. Oh man! Yeah. I felt so bad for his character. Oh wow! Oh my goodness! And I'm just like. God, I hope this ends well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, gosh. But it's it's definitely a movie you need to see. Okay, I can't you wait. You have to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check like, it out. Like, I had tears at some points. <gasps> oh, my goodness. It's it's very emotional. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so get ready. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. I'm getting ready. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, and I'm not big on those type of dramatic films. No, I didn't think you were. Um, but I I enjoyed it. Okay. For what it was, it was really good. Sweet. Yeah. Right, good. Um, I'm glad. I'd, I'd give that one a four out of five as well. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Some yeah, good, good reviews. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm glad to see it getting nominations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's gotten a few. I'm happy to see that. Yeah. I loved Alan Alder's character, even though it was so small. He mm. also, he played one of Adam Driver's lawyers. Ah, Right. Um, yeah, that's one of his, that's his character. Yeah. And the fact that he has, um, Parkinson's, he has Parkinson's, mm. but, and you can see it in the film okay. because he, his hands, he's shaking a bit. his hands shaking, his yeah. knees, not, you know, just standing still and, wow. but they let it run. And the way he's, he's got these little quirks, the things that the way that he speaks to him. Yeah. And it's it's really cute and funny at the same time. <laughs> and then Adam Driver's character is just like, wait, that just contradicts what you just said. He's like, right. <laughs> okay, so Alan Alder brings in some. He does. He relief. does. It's it's really okay. it's really good. Uh, nice. All right, oh, I love that man. <laughs> yes, I know. He's fantastic. Yes. All right, I can't wait to watch it. Then. Yes. Awesome. All right. Okay. What's your final film? My final film, and I'm. And I'm going to segue here. Speaking of Adam Driver, yeah. <laughs> um, is Star Wars Episode Nine: The oh Rise my of gosh. Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. No, so this is a spoiler-free uh, reaction. Yes, me, please. <laughs> slash review. Um, yes, I loved it. I really liked it. I don't know if you've seen any of the response. From the fandom online, I'm getting I'm I'm getting mixed responses. Yes, the, the yes, yeah. The the responses are very mixed. There have been I have been seeing a lot more hate than love for the film online. Yeah, um, which is a shame because uh, and also interesting because the people that I know have seen it um, in real life have actually tended to more enjoy it. Yeah. than not. I I've met I think that I know two of my my work friends didn't like it. mm Hmm. Um, and then the rest of them loved it. So it's, okay. so it's, it's weird. It's a weird balance. Um, <laughs> there's no balance in this force. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, no, it's a really good film. I think it's a very good end to the Skywalker saga. I love the whole final act, the way the whole story comes together and mm-hmm. wraps up is very fulfilling for me. That's good. Um, there's a lot of emotional beats in this. I didn't, oh, I didn't, I didn't cry as much as I thought I was going to, um, but there were some emotional parts for sure. Yep. Um, a lot of poignant moments, um, and a lot of familiar faces coming back and, mm-hmm. you know, some great characters, some great performances. Um, 
yeah, for me, the, the two standouts, um, Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, again. Oh, yes, of course. Performance-wise, <laughs> especially Daisy. Daisy does a really good job. This yeah. film is very heavily... The main story is very heavily revolving around her, um, understandably, you know, because mm-hmm. so, she's obviously the lead of this uh, trilogy. So, yeah. Um, but, I no, I, it's phenomenal. It looks great. Uh, the effects are great. Um, the, the, the way it's shot... Awesome. JJ Abrams has done a fantastic job, in my opinion. Yep. Um, there are, you know, the pacing is interesting because it's very fast. Yeah. It's a very bang, 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 bang. Okay. Um, you don't really, like, something happens, then you don't really have any time to process it because we're, wow. we're, we're on to the next thing. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, it's quick. <laughs> it needs to get done. <laughs> they fit They fit in a lot in two, in two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm not going to talk about things I didn't like because there was only maybe one or two things okay and then more spoilers so i won't say yeah um but yeah overall i would give it a four out of five nice yeah we're getting some good reviews yeah <laughs> yeah suck that internet yeah <laughs> rise of skywalker four out of five all right cool cool i loved it all right go and we're it. gonna go see it go we are well, yes we've made plans already yes. so very exciting. All right, Fulia. <laughs> All right. Our last quickie review for the day. Final one, and I probably don't, won't have much to say about this one, um, is Dolomite Is My Name. Okay. Mr. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's Making a return. Triumphant return. Yes. To the uh, so movie stage. And what are your thoughts? <sighs> okay. Um, okay, I'm, I'm concerned. We've, yeah. We've had five good reviews, and now we're going to get an average one. Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, look, it's... One of those things where it, it's like almost he's coming back from his old days and the way, cause this, this particular film has a lot of cursing in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, which, you know, granted it's Eddie Murphy. Of course it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's set in the seventies. <laughs> it's set in the seventies. It's a Netflix film. Um, you know, you see, you, you see Snoop Dogg in there and yeah, you see, yeah. you see all these different other characters, even what's his name from Brooklyn Nine-Nine's in it. <laughs> Which, which, what's his name? Te- um, Terry? No, 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 not Holt? Terry. No, 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 no. Andy Sandberg. The one that he's best buds with, but he's a criminal. Oh! <laughs> Craig Robinson's the actor's name, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Judy! Judy! Ju- yeah, Doug Judy. Doug Judy! <laughs> Doug Judy. <laughs> he's in it, okay. and he's a singer in this. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's got um, a nice voice. Yes, he does. And so, Eddie Murphy's character... Is his name is uh, Rudy, I think, or something like that. <laughs> Doug Rudy. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Now I need. Now I need to make sure okay. of of names. Okay. Uh, where are we? Dolly Mate. There sure. we go. All right. Dolly, Dolly, Dolly. So yeah, he's yeah Rudy. I was right. Okay. So Eddie Murphy's character's name is Rudy. Um, he's right. he's supposedly done. He's been making these records. He's done. Um, He's done spoken word, he's done singing, he's done rapping, he's done all these different types of things, but he's never done stand-up. And so all of a sudden, he, this particular, this particular uh, I think he's a homeless man, comes into the record store, because he works in a record store, and he comes in and he starts sort of um, reciting spoken word sort of poetry or like something. And I think it's about his life, maybe. I didn't really quite get it. But they thought, they, because he keeps coming in, that he's like a crazy man. Like, this crazy guy is just right. like, no, come on, just, just leave the store and try to get mm-hmm. out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
But Eddie, Eddie was having such a hard time getting his music on radio that he needed to come up with another idea. So, so Rudy clicked and was like, you know what? I'm going to go and speak to this man and see what he has to say. He took notes. He recorded him. And he decided to use that because he's also an MC yeah. um, at a club. Mm-hmm. And he's decided to be... He does does this opener as stand up comedy, and recites this stuff, and it gets the audience's attention, and they're all laughing. They love it. They absolutely love it. They're all in, you know, they're all in fits of laughter, and so this the the story continues with him um, doing more of this okay. particular character mm-hmm. of stand up comedy mm-hmm. and he's getting, he's, he's getting booked on gigs, you know, for stand up comedy. He's, he's, you know, getting press, press attention. He's on radio now, finally. <laughs> and, um, but the thing was he, he had to get, he had to go through a lot of people who would actually agree to play his stuff because there's a lot of cursing in it. Yeah. And so they're like, no, no, we, we can't put that on the radio. There's, there's too, there's too, there's too many, there's too many cuss words. We're not going to, we're not going to play it. And so finally he finds a place that decides to play it. Um, after all this attention that everybody else was giving him and it just goes from there. And then eventually it comes to the fact that he wants to make a Dolomite movie. Yes. And I remember seeing from the trailer, like, yeah, yeah like so half the his film, character, he, he's trying to yeah. find a way to be successful and yeah. be remembered. And exactly. He, so he breaks into film. Half, half the film is about how they made the film, how yeah. they got, you know, how they did the pre-production, mm-hmm. how they got to the filming side of things. Yeah. And then when it came down to actually trying to release it, mm-hmm. that's pretty much, that's pretty much the film. Okay, cool. And it's good. Yeah. But it didn't really quite catch my attention that much. Okay, sure. Um, like, it has some good moments here and there. Um, it's just, it, it, for me, it just didn't have the right com- the right comedy from, for my liking. Okay, so basically, it's a fine film, it's just not for you. No, 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 no. Okay. I right. mean, I'm happy that I saw it. It was It's a really interesting film. Yeah, was Eddie Murphy good in it? Yeah, yeah, he was really good. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And um, it's it's also it's actually based on yeah, a true, true story. Yeah, it's all true. Yeah. Uh, because they also <clears throat> show bits and pieces of the film, the yeah. original, oh, cool. at the end. Oh, that's good. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Keegan Michael Key's in it. I forgot yes. to mention him. He's very funny. He's man. he's not in it at the beginning, mm-hmm. but he comes in when it comes to the production of the actual film okay because he's apparently um his character's a writer oh sure yeah Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it's hilarious to see him and he doesn't he's he he doesn't he's not his usual comedic self he's more of the serious character he's got a serious character for some reason which is still kind of funny he's a serious guy yeah Yeah, he's like he takes his writing very seriously (laughs) (laughs) nice okay um so i would probably give dolomite uh three out of five. Okay. Yeah. Not my, not my taste in, in comedy, but it's not terrible. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So those were our uh, quickie reviews. Yeah. Um, quickie, quickie. inverted commas. Yep. <laughs> Which means now... Woohoo! It's time... For... For... Popcorn, popcorn culture! culture. <laughs> popcorn culture. 
the final popcorn culture for the year. Yes. And the decade. Yes. 2019. Yes. So the big question we asked you guys uh, last time was, what do you think are the best and worst films of 2019 and why? Yep. Fulia? Yes. Uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay, so... Um, the I'm going to start with the worst film. Okay, love it. Of 2019. <laughs> In your esteemed opinion? The Lion King. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really just... I, I can't oh, no. I can't say anything negative about any of the other films that I have seen this year that came yeah, out this year and yeah, that's fair. Lion King has been the worst one for me yeah. I just it really displeased me it was a disappointment wasn't it <laughs> very much so part of me thinks it wasn't entirely made for our generation no yeah. no I think it was more for this generation that is yeah. all about the reboots yeah. and is now only just discovering what our generation has watched yes the original the original stuff yes. um yeah I I love you John Favreau I really do and I'd mentioned this at the beginning <laughs> I just no nah. I, I I did not like it at all. Um, it's definitely not a movie I'll be seeing again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It just... Like, I get that he was trying to go for the whole real-life, realistic-looking animal type thing, but when, when it's a musical film, you have to get the characters to actually have some form of expression. Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. that's what made the animated series, the animated movie, the best. Mm -hmm. The fact that you could see their emotions expressed in their faces. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. you don't see it in this. No. And it's just horrible. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's just, I... I, I I didn't I don't know. I've, I've got nothing else that I can say good. There's nothing good about no, the no. only look, the only thing I can say that's good about it is the animals were definitely realistic. Yes. Very realistic. They were very realistic. They were really good. But apparently not realistic enough for if to get a live action film nomination. No. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> never not gonna be enjoyable for me. Okay, what's a film that you uh, thought was the best? Okay, so I'm gonna start with an honorable mention, Aladdin. I really yeah, enjoyed you Aladdin. You loved Aladdin, didn't oh, you? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I really loved that it movie. It was fun. It was so much fun. Um, I loved that they tr they did their best with, you know, trying to take stuff from the original, mm -hmm. but making it their own. Mm. Um, especially the genie. And mm -hmm. that was the one thing that I was very worried about when I was coming up to seeing it. And then I saw it and I was just blown away. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Nice. Um, but the best film for me um, was an anime film that I saw this year, and it's Weathering With You. Oh, that's your favorite? That's my best... absolute favorite film of the year. <laughs> wow. I was just blown away by the animation, mm -hmm. the, the style of the animation. Yeah. The story was beautiful. And the cinematography in this, fil in this film, in this anime film, is just amazing. Yeah. Like, I have never seen anything like it. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. Mm. Um, yeah, and when I... Like, I've done a quickie review for it um, in previous episodes, and I just... I can't stop thinking about it. It's, it's that good. That's awesome. It's such a great movie. If, if you're a fan of anime, seriously, go and see Weathering With You. 
you know, if it, I, I don't think it's in cinemas anymore, but I'm watch it somehow. Watch it somehow. It's it's really good. <laughs> nice. Yes, that okay. that's they're my answers. They're your answers. Yes. Okay. How cool. about you, Kendall? Me? Uh, yes. Well, uh, for worst, The Lion King's definitely on my list. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Very disappointed. Yep. Um, there was there was some brightness to it. Like, yes, the animation was was realistic. Um, no, they didn't have any facial expressions and that also bugged me. Yeah. Um, but you're going for realism, so I can understand. Um, but still don't make it a musical then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, or don't have, don't make it a scene, a shot for shot remake either. No. The fact that they also did it shot for shot pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, because the original was so well done. And the fact that like they cut down, be prepared by half. That was and made oh. and made Chiwetel Ejiofor for speak it instead of properly sing it when we know he can sing. Yeah. Was a joke. Yeah. Absolute joke and really pissed me off. Um yeah. So I don't want to really go too much more into my rant about that, but I, it was my <laughs> least that was definitely my least favorite. Yeah. Uh worst film 2019 for me. Um and this is coming from someone who loves most most everything she watches. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it. Um, but for, in terms of best, uh, honorable mention has to go to Joker. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I wasn't so far up Marvel's ass, Joker would have been my favorite movie of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Easily. Uh, yeah, it might be, it might be the best film of the year just in terms of a film. Yeah. But, but I have to give it, I have to give it to Endgame. Yeah. I thought so. (laughs) Like, but if you're comparing Endgame and, and Joker in terms of, what they do as standalone films, yeah. Joker's better. Um, but Endgame, for what it represents for me as a Marvel fan and as a fan of the MCU and as a culmination of all of these movies and this big story and, you know, the second half of this insane cliffhanger from 12 months earlier, with, yeah. you know, and then getting to revisit all of these movies that we love you know, that, that we've been watching over the past 10 plus years, you know, it was so exciting yeah. and so thrilling and getting to see Steve Rogers lift me on here. Oh, it's ah. my favorite thing on a cinema screen this year. It's so honestly. good. Honestly, like ridiculously. Yeah. I don't think I've been, I don't think I've ever been that happy <laughs> watching a movie. Yeah. Like seeing Endgame was just brilliant. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I absolutely adore it. And Robert Downey Jr. Just yes, oh my God, bow down. Yeah, RDJ. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed he didn't get a Golden Globe nomination, but mm. meh. I don't think I don't really think they're going for acting ones for the Marvel stuff. Mm. It'll be all effects stuff. Come yeah, Oscar for sure. Time. But uh, he deserves so much. Mm. He's incredible. Um, but yeah, I Avengers Endgame for me. Definitely. Favorite, all right. Best film of the year. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right, now it's time oh, to get into your responses yes. for the final time of the year. Yes. All right, starting with who do we got first? We're starting with Stephen Gaston. Hey, Stephen. And he says, it is only now I am realizing how few movies I went to this year. Oh, no. I know the feeling. Uh, Avengers Endgame will have to take my top film choice for the year. Uh, least favorite will have to go to the Can You Feel the Love Today <laughs> Lion King remake just uh, by default. Yeah, actually, that's a big way to sum up how much of a letdown Lion King was is the fact that Can You Feel the Love Tonight was performed in clear 
broad daylight. Yeah. Like it was approaching dusk, but there was no nighttime shot. Nope. Which, um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Steve, yep, very well said. Um, yeah, easily, of course, yeah, Endgame, we talked about Endgame, we talked about Lion King. I wholeheartedly agree yeah. uh, with your responses. Definitely. Yep. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Thanks, Steven. Steven. And next up, we have Brayden. Hey, Brayden. And he says, best film is probably Joker. An original take on an iconic villain. It doesn't shy away from insanity and brutality, which has brought a comic book character and placed them in what felt like the real world. Worst film is probably Yesterday. Started off well, but ended up dragging along. By the end, I was glad it finished. Oh, wow. wow. Tosh. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen Yesterday yet. No, neither have I. Um, and I was really actually looking forward to seeing I, it. I was too, because I love the premise. The fact yeah. that this guy is the only one who knows the Beatles existed and everyone else has kind of forgotten or yeah, some or something, reality. Yeah, something's happened. I think they explain it in the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, so he, he becomes a successful singer, mm. a songwriter, because he, he starts performing all the Beatles songs and people start losing their minds. Yeah. Because he's... Yeah, he's yeah, and then even John Lennon as an old man makes an appearance in the movie, mm. which is something that really fascinated me. Yeah, um, you know, so, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out at some point. Mm. Um, but me I did he- I did hear I did hear mixed reviews, so I'm not surprised yeah. to see that on on Braden's list. Um, yeah, Joker, very well stated as well, Braden. Um, <clears throat> yeah, de- definitely doesn't shy away from. Um, yeah, that tortured mind of his. Yeah. That um that Arthur has Arthur Fleck has in that film, um and Joaquin Phoenix did such a brilliant job of really bringing that across to the audience, um and yeah definitely placed a comic book character in the real world. That's probably the most grounded comic book film I've seen, maybe to date. Oh wow. Uh. Yeah, I mean the bat. Some of the Batman stuff, like the dark, like Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Some of that's pretty grounded as well. Mm-hmm. Feels very realistic, but this for me, I think, takes the cake in terms of realism. Okay, just feels very fit, very like feels like a very gritty, you know. Yeah, based in the real world. Yeah, I don't know. There's just it's not very for a comic book film. It's not very comic booky, mm. if you get me. Yeah, yeah, but and I think that's another cool aspect of it. Okay, so yeah, good stuff. Cool. Thanks, Brayden. Thank you, Brayden. Our next response comes from Bethany Griffiths. Bethany. And she says, best that I saw, Charlie's Angels. Worst, she doesn't have one. I've only really seen one movie this year. (laughs) So I'm kind of taking that as she loved Charlie's Angels that much. Yeah, probably. It's her only film. (laughs) I I definitely want to watch it at some point. Haven't seen it. Haven't had the time yeah. nor the money to go see Charlie's Angels. And yet you had money to see every other movie. Yeah, look. <laughs> I have priorities. Yes, priorities. Like, <laughs> comic book movies. <laughs> comic book movies. Horror movies. And comic book movies. And and, and things with Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, no, I will definitely watch it. It looked, it looked like it was fun. And from mm. what I heard... The reviews were mixed, but from what I heard, it was mostly just a, a bunch of dumb popcorn entertainment. Okay. You know, not to be taken too seriously. Fair enough. Um, an enjoyable ride is what I heard. So, cool. So um, I will be checking that out. 
Bethany, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks, Bethany. Thank you. Uh, Next up, we have the lovely Christina Rogos. Hello, Christina. Hey, Christina. (laughs) Uh, And she said, I don't, I I said I don't see bad movies, uh, but if I had to choose one, it'd be sorry to bother you. I think I've completely blocked that from my brain, except for the bizarre ending. My goodness. (laughs) Uh, Best movie for this year. Whoa, I've seen a lot. The one that has stayed with me the most is Parasite. Little things I see and hear take me back to that movie all the time in a good and bad way. Uh, Joker is up there too. And she also says, Merry Christmas, guys, and thanks for a great year of listening to this awesome podcast. Yay! You are so welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Merry Christmas to you. (laughs) Um, Thank you for all your responses over the last year. Yeah. We appreciate it very much. Um, I completely forgot about Sorry to Bother You. Um, uh, yeah, it was very weird. Yeah. Uh, very abstract, um, kind of not art house, but almost art house adjacent, but just very weird mm-hmm. movie. Um, and it kind of, it breaks from reality. Yeah. Like in it, like just out of nowhere. Okay. Like weird things happen, um, that don't make sense and characters make decisions that don't make sense. And I think I, Aesthetically, I think it's cool. Yeah. Like the costuming was cool. Uh, especially Tessa Thompson's character. She had a lot of really cool uh, outfits and funky earrings and her mm-hmm. hair was really cool. Um, but yeah, the rest of it, I was just, yeah, I didn't, didn't love, didn't love it. I don't okay. think, I don't think it, I, I, you know, I got it. Uh, what they were, you know, what the message, well, I don't know if it was the message I was trying to get across. I didn't get or. Or I just, I just, or it's just not a film for me, like mm. you with um, Dolomite. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I it's it's a bold movie. Yeah. It's not afraid to be itself, that's for sure. <laughs> but I, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. I can see why I know why Christina didn't like it. Okay. Um, I think I enjoyed it maybe slightly more than she did, but yeah, we both kind of came down on the same page. Mm-hmm. Very strange film. Um, okay. And Parasite, yeah, that's definitely one of the best I've seen all year. As well, holy cow! Also nominated for uh, nominated Globe. Golden Globe for um, best uh, best foreign film because mm. it's a Korean film. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, the director uh, Bong Joon Ho, I think is his name off the top of my head. Um, he got nominated for best director Golden oh, Globe. Wow! Well done. Which is pretty big. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it was an insane film. Um, really, really cool. Really well, like, you know, the cinematography was really nice. Yep. And, um, it's a bit of a class, not class warfare, but, you know, a bit of a juxtaposition of the classes and mm. the two families and, and yeah, how, how each of them live and how they connect. And, okay. And then just shit gets, like fucked up right towards the end but in a really cool way yeah like in a really but it's it's yeah and there's so many different tones in the film but it never loses you yeah yeah i just really really enjoyed it that's Um, awesome yeah and of course joker yeah we've talked talked ad nauseum about joker already because it is fantastic so thank you christina thanks christina and speaking of joker yes (laughs) see what i did there see what you did there (laughs) 
because he's a bit of a joker. Yes. That uh, other co-host of ours. Oh, our wonderful co-host. Our wonderful Wayne co-host. Cellini. With his final troll of 2019. <laughs> it's been a while yeah. because he's been trolling me in person. Now, here we go, as he trolls me uh, outside of the podcast. Yes, by online. Send, by sending in a response. So, Fulia? Yes. Take it away. All right. So, Wayne Stellini says... Uh, Joker was by far the best movie of 2019. A stylish throwback to American cinema that invested time in character and plot development. Exceptional performances, score, cinematography and editing made this an absolute standout. There are many other reasons why Joker sits comfortably at the top spot, but then this podcast would be about eight hours long if I went into more detail. You're welcome, ladies. Ah, oh, I love it. <laughs> Wayne, just quietly, we should do a Fred watch on Joker just because, <laughs> just so him and I could like talk about it forever. Yeah. Because it's so good. <laughs> okay. Now, as you know, I've been reviewing the MCU this year and am currently on a hiatus from it because I wanted to reward myself by taking a break from the mind-numbing, repetitive nonsense that embodies this tired franchise. Right. Alas, That's that's what's going on. (laughs) Alas, none of those films viewed were made in 2019, so they are ineligible to be on this list. I know this will disappoint you, Kendall, since you enjoy me talk since you enjoy me talking about the MCU so much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that that could be a way you might interpret how I feel about you talking about my favorite film franchise. But go, <laughs> but please, Wayne, continue. Yeah, and he does. Yes. So I'm going to have to say that the worst thing I've watched this year was the third season of 13 Reasons oh, Why. Oh, wow. We've hit a little a, a bit of a, a technicality here. Yes. He, he, and he, I did mention this and he just said, read the response again. Oh, okay. I'm excited because Wayne and I have talked off air about this. And I think last time I spoke, I can't, I can't remember if he said he'd finished it yet or not because he was having trouble. Okay. It's a bit of a hard watch. So, yep. all right. TV okay. show, 13 Reasons Why, Season 3, Fulia. What yep. else does he say? He, he continues <clears throat> with, Yes, I know it is not a film, but as I've already stated, the films that deserve that dishonor are ineligible. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shut up. So let me vent my spleen about this disappointment without Fulia's disapproving raised eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Seriously, I thought the torturous pointlessness of Doctor Strange was bad. I thought what? that Thor's haircut was an outrage. <laughs> what? I thought that Loki and Captain America never eloping to live a quiet life in the Swiss Alps was a missed opportunity. Oh. A boy can dream. Oh. <laughs> I, can, I know who he ships now. Fantastic. <laughs> None of these compare to 13 Reasons Why Season 3, which relegated the more interesting characters to secondary roles, missed golden opportunities to delve into the relationship between new brothers Clay and Justin, and overall felt like a a contrived story that belongs to (laughs) Scooby-Doo. And don't get me started on that shithouse ending. Yeah. Oh, boy. Here's hoping that 2020 will deliver an assortment of films to rave and rant about. On a personal note, Kendall, I must confess that I am actually looking forward to continuing my Fred Watch MCU reviews in the new year. As am I. I'm particularly excited to watch Avengers Infinity War. I've been led to believe that the final act is hilarious. Hashtag trolling, Kendall. Hashtag, 
I would have gone further, but my contract is up for new uh, for renewal, and I want to be back in 2020. <laughs> Damn straight, you better play that safe. <laughs> I'm gonna be on my podcast. So, um, Kendall, yes. please. Well, look. <laughs> yes, 13 Reasons Why season three was probably for me the biggest TV disappointment. So I'm wow. I'm not surprised. Okay. Um, for a show that started off as such a groundbreaking adaptation of such an, an awesome book, mm-hmm. it's now evolved into something that just is trying to have its cake and eat it too. It's yeah. trying to bite off more than it could chew. Yeah. How many more metaphors can I use? Like it, yeah. They should have stopped it already. Mm. It's getting, I think, one more season, and then it's actually wrapping up. But um, yeah, they they decided to like you know move on from you know uh, the Hannah Baker storyline mm-hmm. because she's gone now. Yeah. Um, and the, everything to do with that's pretty much wrapped up. But um, and then they've decided to kill off another character. Um, and this is not based on any book because the first season was the first, was the only book. Yep. Um, season two was a fair follow up, uh, but yeah, they just decided to kill, yeah, kill another character off and you're trying to figure out who's responsible the entire time. There's some really nice moments in the show, some really powerful stuff, but like Wayne said, there's a lot of missed opportunities yeah. in, with what they could have done with the story and the fact that they've introduced this they introduced a new character who would have been much better suited to a supporting role than a lead yeah. because it's just the way they deal with her uh, um, being a lead is not handled very well. Uh, okay. They almost, it's almost like they've retconned her in to the story. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels. Yeah. And it's just weird and it doesn't, it doesn't flow well. And the character is a little bit annoying. Uh, the actress is perfectly fine talented mm-hmm. i really enjoyed her performance but i don't like the character much um and yeah so but and then just yeah lots of decisions were were made, were made poorly yeah there's some yeah like i said there's a couple of really wonderful moments but overall not great Fair um enough. uh point torturous pointlessness of dr strange i may disagree with you wayne but i know how you feel about dr strange <laughs> um it's and look as a from a critical eye, I can even admit Doctor Strange isn't the best, mm. and it's not even one of my favorites either. But I enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, and it looks pretty. Yes. Plus, Cumberbatch. So. Oh, of course. Uh, he's he's awesome, um, and Tilda Swinton as well. Should mention. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Thor's haircut. Yeah, I missed the long hair too, <laughs> quite a bit <laughs> uh, in in Ragnarok. Um, Loki and Captain America. What could their ship name be? Uh, Captain Loki. Captain Loki, I guess. <laughs> yeah, or Loki Rogers, or yeah, Steve Loki, Steve Key, Steve Key, Steve Key. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like Steve Aoki. Yeah, <laughs> or Lodges. Lodges. No, I don't know if that nah. works. That doesn't work. <laughs> yes, we'll think um, of something. Excellent. Um, um, thank you so much, Wayne. Wayne has. Also mentioned a little note. This message has been delivered in accordance with the Kindle concession of t- November 2018, renewed in November 2019 with 10% extra trolling. Oh, I did not agree to this. <laughs> this is bullshit. And that's why he's <coughs> holding back. Yeah, okay. Because his contract's up for yeah, renewal. Yeah, well, I'll take it under uh, advisement. <laughs> Shall I? 
Oh, we'll see. Uh, thank right. you, everyone. Thank you, everybody. For all of your responses. And Those for all awesome. your responses throughout the, the year. year. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's been you. a great year. We appreciate you all very much. Yes. Thank you for contributing to the show. Yes. Um, looking forward to another big year ahead for Fred. Definitely. 2020 is going to be huge. Yes. So we're going to take this time to wish you all a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New and Year. And a Happy New Year. And just a Happy Holiday holidays in general for exactly. those who do not celebrate the christmas holiday but like to celebrate whatever and however they celebrate yes happy holidays um what's up with fred well fred is a little quiet <laughs> i don't know about you but not for me <laughs> well on my end it's a little quiet yeah you haven't been able to do no, some gaming for unfortunately a um last friday was a scorcher here in Melbourne. Oh my um, god! The time that I five degrees. The time that I wanted to stream my game was when it hit its hottest temperatures. Yeah. So I was this this room is not very like it's vents it's very well ventilated but at the same time when it's really hot winds. The aircon wasn't working very well. There's, there's only so much you can do when it's 45 degrees. And my little desk fan didn't help either. Yeah. Um, so I was literally in a sweat box in this room. Oh, so no. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to stream. Yeah, no. Feeling this crappy no, and no. hot. No, I don't So I did post a little video to apologize to the Fred fans. Oh, that's kind um, of Just to say, you know, this is the reason why I'm not doing it, but I will be back for one more Incompetent Gamer stream this Friday, 4.30pm, yes. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Weather pending. Yeah, weather pending. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it won't be as terrible no, as it was. I don't, I don't think it's going to be. I, yeah, I doubt it will be. Yeah. Um, but that'll be my last stream for the year. Yes. Um, and I'll be looking forward to doing some awesome gaming in the new year. Yay! Yay! I'm cool. hoping I'm hoping to get in some console gaming at some point. I've just got to get the game capture device to do it. Yes. <laughs> that can be your goal. Yes. For 2020. Definitely. Um, other stuff. Um, I have a, uh, I have a Fred watch review coming out. I, I think it might be Christmas day or maybe earlier. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but it is uh, a Christmas related movie. Woo. Um, and it is Shrek the Halls. <laughs> Oh, cool. Because I've never Uh, actually seen that. Yeah, right. And I decided to sit down and watch it. Mm. And I did. And I enjoyed it for what it was. Oh, good. (laughs) I am very glad. Um, It's a very short film. Okay. It was a made-for-TV film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I figured. We've got it on DVD at work. Yeah. But yeah, it's a short one. So that's cool. Yeah. So look look out for that uh, on the Fred page. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with the Fred Watch reviews in general. Um, well, I mean, the boys did put up a new podcast. They this did, week. yes. Podcast was up. S- yep, celebrating 80 years of Gone with the Wind. Yes, wow. Wayne, 80 years. 80 years. Wow. Wayne and uh, Wayne and Phil um, reviewed um, the the epic film that they is Gone did, with the Wind, and, and it it's was a good, good. It's a good. It's a good yeah. podcast. I I love the discussion. Um, some very interesting uh topics they delved into and have themes. you seen gone with the wind i haven't seen the movie no neither have i so a lot of it a lot of the story stuff went over my head yeah same um obviously i know the frankly my dear don't give a damn yeah that's the um, most iconic everybody line everybody knows that <laughs> um and 
Yeah, and uh, you know, and just the characters of Rhett and Scarlet, like I, I'm familiar with them. But yeah. as the film as a whole, I've not seen and don't know much about. Um, but yeah, I have heard about the how it's kind of come into some controversy in recent yep. years for the the racial uh, stuff mm. that goes on in the film, and also its you know um, treatment of women. Yeah in the movie as well so I think I, I, I'd really like to watch the film for myself and oh yeah make, definitely make up, my, make up my own mind but I the boys um, discussed it pretty fantastically so go on to wherever you get your podcasts yes. and check out um, the Fred Watch Gone with the Wind definitely worth a listen check it out um, speaking of things that are worth a listen and slash watch I've been very busy yes you have been not only have I been continuing and almost finishing my epic Star Wars rewatch. Um, I also put up some videos of me reviewing um, the first three parts of the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Which I have not seen yet. <sighs> I still need to catch up. I am so disappointed that I haven't seen... Not, not just that you haven't watched it, but the fact that I, uh, I haven't seen Wayne since these episodes have come out because Wayne and I would be fangirling so hard over these episodes just because of the references. Oh, wow. Okay. The references, the cameos, <clears throat> the winks and the nudges and the nods to all DC content. Wow. Like, I mean, the only thing, only things I haven't really seen references to, unless I've missed them completely, I haven't seen any references to more recent stuff like the Dark Knight trilogy and the Zack Snyder mm-hmm. Batman slash DC stuff. Yep. Nothing really for that, but um, but all the old stuff. Okay. <sighs> Far out. It's been amazing. So <laughs> I've, the first three parts are on YouTube right now. Check out my reviews. Yep. I've also got, for those who are itching for my... A bit, a slightly longer uh, recap of, well, reaction, I should rather say, of um, Rise of Skywalker. Um, there's a little video you can watch on yes, YouTube. Yes, you can. Uh, right now, I will be posting a longer version uh, with spoilers once I've seen the movie a second time. Yes. Because I want to, I want to discuss it in depth with myself yeah. <laughs> and with you guys. Yes. So, um, yeah, watch this space for that. Definitely. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, we film Collectible Chaos. So Collectible Chaos it will be out, out on New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. This, yeah, this month. Such a perfect day to have it released. Uh, it really is because <laughs> the uh, the topic is um, my uh, top 10 films of the 2010s. Yes. And I'm wrapping up the decade. Definitely. A lot of fun to yeah. listen to and yeah. watch. It was good. It was we fun had a, had a to good film. Time. Yeah, we had a great time yes. doing that. And I'm looking forward to seeing the finished product. Yes, me too. It'll be, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be good. Yes. Um, and then we're also recording the monthly this week. Yes, we will be. And we're talking about what our favorite um, TV shows and movies from this year. Is that what yes, we're doing? Yes, yes. Yeah. So no, from the, from, I think from the oh, decade. Oh, from the decade, from sorry. From the decade. From the whole decade. Yep. I forgot. I keep getting crossing the streams. I know it's this, hard, right? This, this podcast and the monthly. We're, today we're talking about 2019, Teen, and, and now we next that time we'll be talking about the whole decade. The whole decade. Far out. <laughs> I'm gonna need to do some research. Yep, I've already started that. <laughs> well, I mean, my collectible chaos list, list has done the movie side of it for me, so that, well, that, that helps. Well, that helps exactly. Now I can do the TV side. Yep. Um, 
yeah, so lots of exciting stuff. Um, if you have an answer you'd like to submit for the monthly, check out the social media posts on yes. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Definitely. Get and, your answers in. And the episode will be out when? On the 27th? Yes, so just after Boxing yes, Day. Yes, because the last Wednesday of the month is Christmas Day. We decided to push it back a couple of months. A, a couple, couple of days. days. Yes. A couple of months. Couple. It wouldn't work. <laughs> couple of days. Couple of days. Couple of days. So we'll be a little bit late, but... Yep. You know what? It's going to be worth it. Yes, we're going to have a good time. Yes, we are. Yes. Um, um, I think that's about it. Beta test review is up for uh, her latest game review, Bethany. Bethany. Yes. Check that out as well. Smashing it. Yes, definitely. Um, I think that's probably I about that's it. it at the moment. Yeah, I think that's all that's um, going the on. The Fred crew is now on Christmas holidays. We are officially on break now. Woo! Yay! Once we do our podcast as well we're officially on break almost almost yay, yay. <laughs> all right well and we'll have a podcast blah 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 <laughs> a podcast called fred will return in 2020. 2020 yes so watch this podcasting space yes for more content from us and with that and with that that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. <laughs> Time for the Fred plugs. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our very, very talented team, the Unibums, the competent gamers, our live stage shows and more. That was a Fred Plus! Yes, it most certainly was. I have been a Kendall Richardson. I have been a Fulia Cantaramaggio. And you, you just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy New holidays. Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you next year. Yes. See you in 2020 with better eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm making that joke. Um, <laughs> and... Never forget to eat beef. Yes, and we shall see if Wayne will return. (laughs) Yeah, we shall. (laughs) Bloody oath, we shall. It is up to the boss over here on my right. (laughs) Thanks for another great year, everyone. Yay! Yay. I hope you all have a safe and wonderful holiday. Yes, stay safe and enjoy yourself. Definitely. Eat all the food. Eat food. Just don't forget to eat beef. Yes, and the rest of it. The beef, most importantly. (laughs) Never forget. Yes. And scene.